Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of So Here's the Thing. I'm real pumped because today we are being joined by somebody who I've been following along with for a really long time and who I just think is the bomb. Tyler J. McCall. He is an Instagram and social media marketer, a strategist, a coach for creatives and online business owners. He teaches his students how to use Instagram with intention to grow their community online and to grow their business. And I love how real he keeps it. Tyler focuses on using Instagram and social media to tell stories, build relationships, convert followers to fans, drawing from his 10 years of experience in nonprofit marketing and management and community organizing. He has taught thousands of entrepreneurs and managed dozens of Instagram accounts since getting into the online marketing game in 2015. Tyler is based in Asheville, where he lives with his partner, Eric. When he's not coaching or teaching, Tyler enjoys target runs and road trips, and he documents it all on his Instagram stories. And I love that you're just so passionate about Target because every time I see it on your stories, I'm like, yeah, I got to go to Target. Like it gets me there. So I feel like they owe you some kind of commission, but right. (laughs) You're like, yes, please sponsored by. So without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to Tyler and let him like, give us a little bit background about his story, how Instagram became his jam. I associate Instagram strategy and Instagram with Tyler, even though we'd never met this, like our first time chatting. So I feel like Good luck with me, Tyler. I'm a mess, but <laughs> but I'll kick it I over to it. you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah, so my main focus in business now and what, what I help folks do is use Instagram to grow their business and help them turn their Instagram account into a reliable and predictable sales machine. And at the same time, do all of that while using Instagram in a more intentional way. So we're not just always sucked into our devices. Or if we are sucked into our devices, which most of us typically are, we are doing it on our own terms and not doing it out of this like weird, funky sense of obligation to strangers on the internet to talk to them and create content for them. So that's what I do now. I do that through a online community called the Follower to Fan Society, which is a membership community where we have an entire training program that teaches folks how to use Instagram more intentionally to grow their business. We also do things like hot seat calls, Q&A calls. We have a team of member mentors who are in there to support our members. They audit Instagram accounts of members, all kinds of great stuff to support folks who are growing their business using Instagram. But this isn't what I've always done. I actually got my start in the nonprofit world. I went to work for the YMCA right out of college. And that is what I wanted to do for my career, which is looking back now, very like LOL funny that I really wanted to work for the YMCA. I recently saw a post on my Facebook page where I had, uh, I think it was maybe about six, six years ago, I had completed the series of trainings to achieve a certification as a YMCA employee that I'd worked so hard for, like all of college. I went through these programs to prepare me for this role and then out of college, working at the Y, starting part-time, working at the front desk, working my way up. And I wrote this whole post about thanks to everyone and tagged all these people who had helped me get there. And here's to like the next 10 years, or here's to my career at the YMCA. And then I shared that and I said, well, that didn't last long because (laughs) just a few years later, I was out on my own. But all the experience I got in the Y, and then I also did some stints doing political organizing and community organizing, 
I'm able to pull all of that into what I do now because I learned a really important lesson through that work. When I was working at the YMCA as a membership director or working as a political or community organizer, we were getting people to buy into a cause and a mission, getting them excited about something and moving them to action towards something that they believed in. And we were getting people to give their time and their money for nothing in return other than feeling better about themselves. And what I learned there applies so much to what we do in business now and today and how I help folks with Instagram because we have to get people excited about what we're doing. We have to get them to, to come behind us and our mission or our vision for what we're creating in the world through our business. And in turn, what we're creating online through our social media profiles. And then we have to get them bought in enough where they agree to make a purchase, to give of their money. And the cool thing is that as business owners and entrepreneurs, we can actually give people something in return. It's not just good feelings. We're actually giving them a product or a service. So I did the, the whole YMCA nonprofit political organizing thing for about six years. And at the end of 2015, I started doing the side hustle because I hated my job. I hated where I'd ended up in my work in the nonprofit world. So I started doing the side hustle thing and started running Instagram accounts for other businesses. I didn't have much experience at the time. I just had relationships with people in my town where I lived. And I knew how to operate a smartphone and I knew how to compose a somewhat decent photo using said smartphone. So my very first client, I went into their, they were a gift shop and I went in and said, Hey, I love your shop. Your Instagram sucks. Uh, can I run it for you? It'll be like 400 bucks a month. And they said, sure, why not? They ended up being my longest running client when I was doing social media management. And uh, within the next year, I left my job. I started an agency with our mutual friend, Sarah Jane Case, and spent about a year running Instagram accounts with Sarah Jane, creating content, helping people grow their presence on Instagram, and in turn, grow their business. And after about a year, Sarah Jane and I went our separate ways in business, but we're still like best friends. We see each other all the time. We hung out last night and ate Chinese takeout. Um, we went our separate ways in business and I really leaned into social media and really over the next few months found Instagram to be the place where I wanted to spend my time and energy and continued for the next few years running Instagram accounts for businesses, coaching, consulting, developing Instagram strategy, and then eventually took all of that knowledge and put it into the follower to fan society. So what I like to say about my experience on Instagram, I think a kind of a differentiating factor or a USP for the marketing nerds listening is that I teach Instagram from the perspective of someone that has run dozens of Instagram accounts, has grown followings from like nothing to like thousands or tens of thousands of followers and turn help people grow their business. One of our clients, when we were doing social media management back in the day, had their first seven figure year and what we were doing on Instagram helped them get there, like results like that. And I take all of that experience, actually tactical, like my chubby little thumbs on an iPhone, typing out content, tactical skills and apply that to what I teach today. And I'm not one of those folks that just like accidentally stumbled upon, you know, like, 100,000 followers on Instagram or had a post go viral or found a specific strategy that worked for me. And then I just kind of give people like a copy paste template for them to do on their Instagram account because spoiler alert, we'll probably talk about this later on. There is no copy paste template for Instagram success. Actually, the only person that can develop a successful Instagram strategy for your business is you. No one can do it for you. So that's my intro. That's my spiel. Thanks for coming. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs> That was great, actually. I really, I think it's so interesting to kind of hear where you started in this whole like 
people think all the time, oh, like this Instagram quote unquote influencer or the person that has a lot of Instagram followers, they just did. They think like, oh, they stumbled upon this and it just happened overnight. But really, if you kick it all the way back to like your start at the why, which by the way is so like, I mean, I feel like we all have that random thing that we thought we were going to do. But yeah. What's yours? Uh, What's your random thing you thought you were going to do? Oh my gosh. Do? I thought I was going to work for my university forever. Oh, you were one of those. You loved your college. I was one of those. I was one of those student life nerds that was like. I love it. Oh my oh, God. Oh yeah. Ooh, I was a tour guide. I went from like yes, being queen. a, ori- I was an orientation mentor. I was like, a, I was an RA in the dorms. Like I just, yes. I, I was homecoming queen. You're like, if I could live in a dorm for the rest of my life, I would be so happy. Honestly though, I really think I would be. <laughs> Okay, but I do miss the cafeteria and like I do miss having on demand like soft serve and salad and sushi and also like chicken fingers. I do miss that. Yeah, I mean, literally, I just would like walk to the cafeteria and have Chick-fil-A or pizza every day. It's fine. And, you know, you have all your friends and you have your community. And so that's, of course, that's it's funny because I still think I use the same strategy in my business just of building community. It's like my favorite thing. Of course you, yeah, that makes so much sense. I love that. It's so fun. It's really funny. I think we always try to discount like our past experiences, but the past experiences are what really build us up in our business and in our lives. So um, I loved hearing how you kind of like took all of that and made it into this world that you're now navigating on like a normal daily basis. Yeah. Um, Okay. So like thinking through your experience and how hard that you've worked to kind of build your Instagram strategy, to build your Instagram into something that really converts to dollars and converts to business. And you're doing that for people all the time. I feel like, I mean, the question I was planning on asking was how important is Instagram to today's entrepreneur, but obviously it's extremely important. Um, what, what do you say to people who, I get this a lot. A lot of people I say, I talk to say, you know, like, I really want more followers. I just want to be able to swipe up. I just want, you know, I just want a huge audience. What do you say to them? Because I feel like they're kind of misplacing the importance on true, truly they just want numbers. They just want it to look good. Like, what would you say if somebody came to you and and the first thing they said was like, I just want to swipe up. I want tons of likes. I want tons of followers. I want people to send me free stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if if they came to me and said, can you help me get that? I would say, no, like I can't help you get that. And I'm, I'm not going to, that's not the focus of what I do. I want to help you learn how to leverage the audience you have now and sell to those people. So look, we, I think the first thing to realize is we all want more followers. That's like a universally shared experience. The reason we want more followers, it's a variety of reasons. For some people, it's like really crappy reasons. Like I just want more followers so I can get more free stuff. Okay, that's not a great reason, sis. Like you need a better reason than that. But a lot of us, we think more followers equals more sales or more followers equals more success or more followers equals more results. And while having more followers could help you get more sales, or could help you get in front of more people, obsessing over getting those more followers is not the best use of your time and energy right now. And there's a couple of reasons. The first reason is if you, and this is going to sting a little, so for folks who are listening, you're warned, okay? Get, Get the burn cream ready. If you cannot effectively convert your current followers to customers, so whether that's 10, 100, 1,000 followers, if you cannot get those people to buy what you're selling right now, having more followers is not the solution to that problem because you have a sales problem. 
you have a messaging problem. You are not clearly explaining the value of your product or service to your audience. You have not collected the right audience for your problem, for your product or service, and you are not helping them understand how you are the best person to solve a problem that they have. I think that's the first thing we all need to realize. All businesses is people paying us to solve a problem for them. That's all it is. For some of us, that's a problem of wanting to eat Ben and Jerry's or wanting to go accidentally spend $100 at Target on new skincare while we have a cabinet full of skincare at home. Not talking about anyone, especially not myself. But all we're doing is solving problems for people. So if you cannot get your current followers to buy what you're selling, more followers is not the solution. The second thing I'll say is that if you are so obsessed over getting more followers, and this, this may get a little bit of woo-woo for folks at home, so grab your crystal, grab your sage, but if you're putting this energy out of wanting more followers, always needing more followers, or as soon as I have X number of followers, then I'll start showing up this way. As soon as I have 10K, then I can start selling. As soon as I have the swipe up, then I can start getting people to my blog or my podcast or whatever. You are keeping yourself stuck. And actually that obsession over more followers is preventing you from growing your following. Because the way we grow a following is by showing up for the followers we have right now. Showing up for them regularly with high quality content, having consistent conversations with them, connecting with them in a really intentional way. And if you can't have conversations and connect with 100 followers you have right now, you're not going to grow your following to 10,000 or 100,000. You actually have a better opportunity of selling and connecting with your followers with a smaller number of followers because as your following grows, it gets more difficult. So you need to focus on the followers you have right now. Connect with those people, create content with those people, focus on selling to those people, get really good at serving that audience and you'll get more sales, you'll get more customers, and your following will actually grow because the people who are following you, who value what you're doing, they're gonna share your content and your account with other people. I love that, I could not agree more. I always say, it's interesting, because I, I feel like I have a really small following on social, but I always say I have a very loyal following. Like, I never have a problem mm -hmm you know, sharing a new offering to them and then having that offering do well because it's something that they they know, like, and trust me. And they, you know, I've I've earned that position in their lives. And so yeah, I don't, yeah, I totally agree. I think that's, I think it's really hard for your average, you know, solopreneur, whatever you want to call, you know, a small business owner that's by themselves. It's really hard for people not to compare themselves to these huge accounts and to, to want more and more and more. But I do think it's really important to think, why do you want more? And to think, yeah. to think through, like, if you're, if what you're doing now isn't working, like, you need to start from the beginning, like get it right before you grow yeah, it. Exactly. And I think it's also realizing like the reason we're growing Instagram, like typically I would hope most of your listeners, and this may be a little bit of a mindset shift for folks who are listening. The reason we grow our Instagram following, the reason we post on Pinterest, the reason we write blogs, the reason we send out an email is to generate leads, inquiries, and sales in our business. Like that's what it, we're not doing all this because it's a hobby or because it's necessarily like a fun thing we want to do on a Saturday night. Although sometimes we find ourselves doing it on Saturday nights. Like we want to generate revenue. We want to make money that then supports our lifestyle, that helps us take more vacations, that helps us buy our kids the crap that they want, that helps us have our subscription to Daily Harvest or to some closed subscription box and not feel guilty about it, right? Like we are doing this to make money, 
not to not to, and, and I don't know about y'all, but you know, my mortgage company will not take my Instagram followers as my mortgage payment every month. Just I wish they would, but it doesn't work like that. So if we're gonna if we're doing all this work to make money, then the focus is on getting the current customers, excuse me, getting the current followers we have to buy what we're selling. And for a lot of you who are listening, if you're a service-based business owner and you're selling photography or planning or design or copywriting, whatever the service may be you are limited by your time and you can only work with a certain number of customers or clients in a season, maybe a quarter or a year. So what is a thousand more followers going to help you do if you can only take 40 clients a year, right? What if you could find those 40 clients amongst the followers you already have instead of being so obsessed with trying to get, and I know what you're saying. I know, I know what people are saying right now. They're saying, well, she has more followers than me and I know she has more leads or, well, I know he has more followers than me. So they're going to go with him over me. It's just not true. It's patently false. The best thing you can do is put your blinders on, stop following, stop paying attention to other people who you consider your competition and just focus on you and the people you have right now. Don't worry about those people. You know what I used to do back in the when I was like really in my in the depths of of comparing myself to others is I would block those people on Instagram because then I couldn't see their posts. I didn't care about them seeing my posts. I couldn't see their posts. So let me tell you right now in full transparency and vulnerability, let me strap my Brene Brown britches on right quick and share this with you. Like back in the day, I had Jenna Kutcher blocked. I had Jasmine Starr blocked because I was so obsessed with what they were doing and what they, what content they were creating that I was struggling to focus on my own stuff. And then I met both of them in person and like had great conversation and they were incredible women, like badass women doing incredible things, growing their business, literally no competition. And even more than that, so many of my clients have bought their products as well. And so many of their clients have bought my product, right? Because people need multiple solutions to that problem or they want to learn different ways with different tools and resources. So the whole competition thing wasn't even true. But back in the day, I blocked them so I couldn't even see what they were doing so I could just focus on me and my people. You know what that helped me do? It helped me grow my following and grow my business. Absolutely. That is just such a great point. I think you posted something maybe like a couple of days ago about if you if you want to fail at business, do it alone or is that yeah. right? And I love that. Yeah. That's completely true. Hey, my fellow creative friend, I know that being a business owner comes with a ton of admin work, but it does not have to feel overwhelming. Today's show is brought to you by HoneyBook, the CRM for creatives that I personally use in my own business. HoneyBook has made my client management, accounting, and contracting so much easier. Plus, the back end is gorgeous and very user-friendly. You can try HoneyBook for free today, plus get 50% off your first year by heading to our show notes and using the referral link there. Trust me when I say from personal experience, HoneyBook is life-changing. I think it's just such a myth and such a misconception that people's resources are so finite that they're choosing you or something else, you or someone else. And and really there is usually so much, there's just so much crossover between people's, where people place their resources on, on a daily yeah. basis. So exactly. So, okay, let me ask you this. We're knowing all this and knowing that we now know that we've got to get it right before we try to grow it. We know that we've got to put our focus and our efforts into kind of working with the following that we have. Um, where would you say is the best place to start putting your effort if you do get to the point where you're like, okay, now I feel like I'm converting well. I feel like my my current following, trust me, they know me, they like me. Uh, now where do people put their efforts? I feel like with that ever-changing platform like Instagram, 
I know that everybody, people really love to complain about Instagram. Like it kind of drives me crazy because I'm like, it's a free platform. Like get over yourself. It's okay. It's going to be fine. If nobody likes your photo, like move on. But we get a little sassy here on this show. I love it. Oh, great. But I just, I kind of, I'm curious, like in your opinion, I feel like I associate you with your stories. I really enjoy being on stories. Would you say engaging with other people is where to start? Post, tracking metrics, like where where do people start? Step one. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a whole seven step process that we take our clients through inside follower to fan society. And what that starts with is getting really clear on your primary objective on Instagram. So asking yourself, how will this account help me generate sales? For most of us, it's going to be in one of three ways. We're either going to generate leads. So we're going to get people on an email list and we'll treat them as a lead that we can then sell to via email. We're going to generate an inquiry. So we're going to get someone to inquire about working with us. And then that typically goes into a sales process, like a sales call or discovery call. So for a lot of service-based business owners, that's what you're doing. Or we're going to sell directly on the platform via direct message. We're going to sell by chat. So getting really clear on which of those three strategies you're going to be employing for your business. And just focus on one at first. Some people are like, well, I do this and okay, I get it. But just focus on one right now. Get really good at one thing first. So for us in our business, we generate leads. So we get people on our email list and we sell by chat. Like those are our two methods of sales using my Instagram account. So that's the first thing. Once you get clear on what your goal is, then we can actually work backwards from that to create the content and the strategy. From there, we get really clear on who our ideal person is. And I know y'all have probably done every ideal client, ideal customer avatar, worksheet, template, resource out there on the internet. Well, go do it again, right? This is what's so important because we can't create content. We can't grow our following. We can't do anything until we know who we're serving. But here's what I want you to think about a little bit differently this time. If you're going to go revisit that worksheet you downloaded from Amy Porterfield or that resource you got from Rising Tide, whatever it may be. I want you to not just think about your ideal client avatar and that her name's Samantha and she loves a tall, venti, soy blonde roast cappuccino from Starbucks and she loves this thing at Target and she reads Bon Appetit magazine. Like those things are great and fine. But I want you to think about her values, her fears, and how she makes decisions about what she's buying. What is important to this person? Like why do they drink that drink at Starbucks? Why do they subscribe to that magazine? Why do they go to this this why do their kids go to this school, whatever it may be, get really clear on the why behind it, the values, the fears, like what's keeping her up at night, what's stressing her out and how can you help solve that problem? And then how she's making decisions about purchasing. Is she more cost-minded? Is she, does she not care about cost? She wants a luxury experience, those types of things. Get really clear on those things and create content from there. Then from there, we can create the content and we can create content on Instagram in four places. We can do the feed, stories, live, and IGTV. You don't have to do all of them. You probably shouldn't do all of them because if you try and do all of them, they're not going to be that great. Focus on the feed and stories. Those are the two most important places. Why? Because the feed is where people find you and make follow decisions. So think about it this way. Whenever someone comes and likes your profile, likes like 10 pictures on your profile, what is the first thing you do? The first thing you probably think is, are they a robot? And then the second thing is, who is this weirdo that's like going back and liking my picture from last March? And then you go to their profile, right? And you're looking at their bio, you're seeing what their picture is, and then you're 
kind of creeping on their top like six or nine posts in their feed to decide whether or not to follow them. So make sure you're posting in the feed. You don't have to post nearly as much as you're probably posting right now. Most of our, our members in Follower to Fan Society are posting two or three times a week and seeing great results. All this like two twice a day or once a day posting, it's just not, it's not necessary anymore because the algorithm that you're spending so much time complaining about is actually your best friend as a content creator because an algorithm's job is simple. It's going to show the right content to the right person at the right time, that's it. So what do you need to do? You need to create the right content for the right person and post it at the right time. That's it. And stop being so obsessed over your numbers that you're making them mean more than they really mean. Your likes or comments are down. Okay, awesome. Have you tracked that number and paid attention to what you did differently than last time? Are you conducting a monthly audit of your Instagram account to pay attention to what content is performing well and what content isn't performing well? Are you tracking your follower growth and your engagement so you can make decisions about your content and your strategy to help increase your followers or increase engagement? You have to really pay attention to the numbers and making decisions day to day on your Instagram account is like making decisions day to day based on what's in your bank account. Think about it this way. If Target was making a decision every single day based on the sales of the day before, they wouldn't be able to grow and scale their business. They're looking at these on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis or annually or seasonally, right? That's how they're making decisions about opening new stores or launching new product lines or investing in new team or, or whatever it may be. So you need to look at your Instagram numbers more strategically and have a bigger picture view of that. So create content consistently, post in the feed because people find and follow you there. Post on stories because that's how we deepen a connection with our followers. That's how we get them to talk back to us. And then once you've got all of that dialed in, you know, who you're, who you're talking to, what you're saying to those people, you know, what your, how your content is performing, you're really, you've perfected the content creator aspect of Instagram. Then we can go out and grow your following. And the way that Instagram works now is that you can no longer just post a pretty picture with a bunch of hashtags and log off and get more followers. Just doesn't do it. Instead, you have to go out and find the followers yourself. There's a whole strategy we teach our members and follower to fan, but really boiled down, it's getting clear on where your ideal person is hanging out on Instagram and going out and engaging with, with them in their kind of uh, wherever they normally are hanging out, liking what they're sharing, commenting on their post to catch their attention and pull them back to your account. But we can't do that until we've really got the content nailed down because what happens is we have members all the time in our community who go straight to the growth and engagement trainings. They go, they, they're like so ready to grow their following and then they get on a Q&A call or they request an audit from a member mentor and they're like, hey, I'm liking and I'm engaging 30 minutes a day. I liked 500 posts yesterday. Why is my following not growing? And we go look at their feed and we have to have the uncomfortable conversation of saying, well, my friend, your content is not that great. And what happens is we're engaging with all these people and they're coming back to our account and we don't have the content dialed in. So guess what? They're not going to follow you. There's nothing there that's motivational or inspiring. There's nothing that's teaching them anything. There's nothing that's making them think differently. There's nothing that's giving them a smile or something to make their day a little bit better. So why would they follow you? There's nothing in it for them. So that's the whole process boiled down really quickly and simply. <laughs> that was just such gold. I love how many, just, I really feel like there are so many action steps that people can take when they listen to this and like things that you can implement starting now. But I really feel like 
at the end of the day, the place to start is to get into other people's heads. I think we overcomplicate like, oh, I don't know if this pose is going to do well. Like, or why isn't this beautiful for photographers? Like, why isn't this beautiful image doing well? Or, you know, for um, artists, like, why isn't this piece doing well? And it's like, put yourself in somebody else's shoes that doesn't know you, has no connection to your work, has no connection to your clients. If you're bragging about your clients, like what do they want to see? I love that you said that because I think I even fall into the trap of being like, I'm posting for me, but you really need to be posting for them. Totally. Yeah. And so many times, I mean, we have, we have a really cool opportunity as business owners because a lot of times when we're doing the content that is about us or post about us, it gives our our client or potential client, the opportunity to see themselves in us. But again, like you said, getting into their head and really understanding what they want to see is so key here. And if you're going to post content, that's all about you and your life and what you're doing. And, you know, we, there's successful influencers that do this day in and day out, but they're creating content, whether they know this or not, they're creating content that reinforces this concept called aspirational identity in your followers. So everyone's following, typically they're following you on, on social media or they're purchasing your product or service for one of a few reasons. Like they want to have a problem solved. They want to be inspired. They want to escape the day to day. They want to learn something new. But a lot of times in this new world that we're in of personal brands and deeply connecting with people on the internet who we've literally never met before and probably will never meet, what we're doing is they are seeing who you are today as what they aspire to be and they are they are following you to get close to that identity of who you are with the goal of working toward what you have, right? So why do we follow people who have the body we want or the house we want or the husband we want or the baby we want or whatever it may be, right? We're following them because we are like, oh my God, I want that. And whether you realize it or not, you're following so many people on social media that way because you want what they have. And you're just hoping by following them, you can maybe glean something from what they're doing or a lesson that you can then apply in your own life to create that reality for yourself as well. I, I just like can't get over how true that statement is. As you were talking, I was like thinking through people that I specifically follow, even like skincare gurus who I'm like, oh, I really want that. Yeah. Like I really want like perfect glowing skin. So I'm going to buy everything they post. Yeah. It's so true. Yes. It's so true. I think it's so interesting that we don't really think of, I don't think about it that way. I'm like, oh, I'm just having fun on Instagram. But um, yeah, I, I completely see that in myself as well. This, I really ha- like don't have the heart to end this conversation, but I'm really excited to ask you this <laughs> because I just feel like the whole conversation has been this anyway. But if I have to ask my signature question, which is yeah. what is your unpopular opinion on this topic? What's your unpopular opinion on Instagram for businesses? Oh, I have so many. I feel like the whole episode's been unpopular right. opinions, but like if I were to like take kind of everything I say about Instagram and put it into one idea, it would be that what I maybe shared at the beginning is like the only way to create a successful Instagram strategy for your business is for you to own it as the business owner. There's no, there's no quick fix. There's no easy one, two, three step formula. Like what we do differently in our program than a lot of Instagram training programs out there is that we actually enable our members to really understand how Instagram works and how to market message and position themselves on the platform. That's what you have to really know. And a lot of times what you find when you're even downloading like a free Instagram resource from someone or purchasing an Instagram course or joining a community that teaches Instagram education is you're finding content that's very prescriptive 
that's very step one, two, three, or very formulaic. And what happens when we do that is we start to forget that every niche on Instagram is different. Every audience member on Instagram is different. Every industry is different. And what I post as someone who has digital products speaking to online business owners is very different than what you may need to post as a wedding photographer or what someone with an Etsy shop needs to post or what someone who's trying to be an influencer needs to post or what someone who's building a meme account needs to post or what someone who's creating a slime account needs to post. Like everyone can do something differently and it all works. Video works just as well as photos. Using 30 hashtags works just as well as using three hashtags. Always being on stories works just as well as never being on stories. Posting on IGTV works just as well as not posting on IGTV. Always being on Instagram Live works as well as never posting on Instagram Live. It all works. So your goal, as you said so perfectly earlier, is to get into the head of who is following. Not even who's following, following you. Don't, don't maybe even think about who's following you right now because a lot of you may have built a following of the wrong people. Through the content you shared, people have been attracted to you who aren't your people, who aren't going to buy what you're selling. And you're sitting here like, I've been posting on Instagram for three years. My following's like steadily kind of grown a little bit. No one's bought anything I'm selling. And it's like, yeah, because you're not posting enough content that's motivating them to make a purchase decision. Or they're just a bunch of, you know, freeloaders who don't actually want to buy anything from you. They're just there for the free stuff. Or or maybe, no judgment if you're this kind of person, but maybe you chase every shiny object and your business has pivoted 47 times in the past 12 months and they don't know what the hell they're getting from following you. So of course they're not going to buy your stuff because <laughs> Laylee like in, enthusiastically points at her. I'm like, oops, yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah, right? Like people don't know, they don't know how to buy from you because you keep changing it all the damn time, right? So don't even think about who's currently following you. Think about who that ideal follower is for what you're selling and go find her and create content for that person and have conversations with that person. Forget about everyone else. The last thing I'll say on this topic is just as much as you want to attract people to you and your business and gain followers, you need to focus on repelling people and pushing them away because magnets not only attract, they repel. And you're going to get so much further faster if you focus solely on this ideal person creating content for that person and stop trying to be all things to all people and stop trying to please everyone. Because when you do that, you're just another number in the crowd. You're just another account in the hashtag rising tide society hashtag on Instagram. There's nothing special about you. So have an opinion about something stand up for it. Be willing to piss people off. People are going to unfollow you, send you hate mail. Maybe not. They send me hate mail, but maybe not yet for you, but it's going to happen. And that is one of the most beautiful, important, valuable things that can happen for you online. Think about Gary V, for example, Gary Vaynerchuk. People either love him or they hate him. No one is lukewarm about the Joker, okay? You're on one side of the fence or the other. And that is what's helped him grow his business and his presence in the way that he's been able to. And you can do the exact same thing. You don't have to like yell at your screen and say the F word all the time um, and like cuss at people on the internet, but you can. I love can. I love that so much. I really like, honestly, I'm so thankful for your time because I feel like this is one of the most actionable uh, episodes that we're putting out. And I'm so excited for people to like listen to it and to be able to just, completely shift their mindset on Instagram and on the platform and on how to actually make it work for them. So I'm super thankful. Um, we're obviously where on Instagram can people find you? We'll link everything in the show notes. You guys know the drill, but 
Yeah. So at Tyler J. McCall is the best place to find me. And it's just the letter J, not the word J. So find me on Instagram. And I'd love, I'd love to give folks an assignment if you're open to it. So take a screenshot of you listening to us right now, or, you know, if you're out on your walk, you're on the train, you know, you're in the car, maybe like pull over, take a little selfie of you tuning in and make sure you tag both of us on Instagram so we can see that you're listening. If you have any questions from today's episode or something that's really resonated with you, slide into my DMs. You're welcome there anytime. I'd love to chat with you. I love that assignment so much. Former teacher, so I'm always about homework assignments. I'm excited to see what people post. Yay. All right. Thank you so much, Tyler. I really, really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to SoHere'sTheThingPodcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.